Dogs are our best friends, and so it stands to reason that we should establish emergency planning for our furry family members in the event that something happens where you cannot care for your pet for any length of time. What does an emergency planning for your dog entail? Choose a caregiver you trust who is responsible and reliable, and a second backup caregiver. Create an information dossier on your dog and prepare an emergency supply kit with all food and medical essentials. Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett and I'm your host. This episode continues our questions and answers series where we take listener questions. My answers are based on my own personal experience and research, as well as advice from our previous podcast guest experts. If you have a question you'd like to answer on the show, reach out to us at dogsavethepeople.com, where you can email us directly or connect to us on social media. In today's mini-episode, we explore the question, how do I prepare an emergency plan for my dog? Specifically, if something happens to you, like getting hurt in an accident or falling sick. You are the one who knows your dog best. Their habits, their food schedule, their walking routes, and every detail of their lives. But if something were to happen to you, what would happen next? It's a scary scenario to think about, I know, but you have to cover your bases and make sure you have a plan in place to handle your dog's care during an emergency. To start off, perhaps the most important step to have in place is to choose an emergency contact and caregiver in case anything happens. Choose someone who could help out, whether it be for a short or long-term period, possibly a family member, neighbor, friend, or an available boarding facility. If you use a dog walking or dog sitting service, you may want to check ahead of time if they can deal with these emergencies. You probably want to have a second backup person as well, in case the first one is out of town or temporarily cannot go to help with the dog. I've started to think about this a lot lately, and for me, I have certain family members that are ready to take care of my dogs, but more importantly, my dog walker, who really is kind of like their mom, is prepared at the drop of a hat to move in and take care of my dog. She knows their habits. She knows what they eat. She knows probably more about them than I do. So I have kind of a dual plan where I have family members that would take my dogs in the longer term. And then I have my dog walker who would move in to be with my dogs in a shorter period of time. To be extra careful, you may even want to have official instructions in your will or trust that specifies these caregivers for your dog in the event of something tragic. Once you choose your emergency contacts, you also want to have all of your dog's information available to them in one place. Send it over in advance so that they can have it ready at any time. This could include a list of the following. Number one, identification and owner contact information, such as recent photos of your dog contact info for your emergency caregivers, copy of registration or adoption records, as well as your phone number, email, and address. Secondly, medical-related documentation including brief summary of medical history, current prescriptions, the vaccinations they've had, and the contact information for your vet. And finally, care advice specific to your dog, such as their personality characteristics, behavioral tendencies, routine walking and feeding times, and their favorite toys. We'll provide a detailed checklist in the show notes of what exactly the CDC recommends you include for this information. Aside from having this information ready and your emergency caregivers in place, you want to be sure that anyone who finds you hurt or sick would know you even have a dog at home in the first place. You should have a printed pet card in your wallet that explains this information. There are several places online where you can find free templates for this. We'll include one in our show notes. 
Basically, this states you have a dog alone at home and then provides the emergency contact information for them to reach out to. Additionally, for the person taking over, you may want to have a pet disaster preparedness kit ready with physical items aside from the information. This can include a couple weeks worth of food, the dishes they eat and drink out of, any medication, toys, their leashes and harnesses, and more. We will give you a full list in our show notes. The emergency caregiver should also have a copy of keys to your house so they can get in quickly and without any issues. And if you live in an apartment, their name should be on the list of people that are allowed entrance into your building. You want to make sure your dog wears collars and tags with up-to-date contact information and other identification. And in addition, please make sure that your dog is microchipped and has your caregiver information as well as a secondary contact. Microchips work with RFID technology instead of direct GPS tracking, which means that it works by a microchip scanner being passed over the dog and the microchip then getting enough power from the scanner to transmit the ID number with corresponding ownership information. And if you have a dog that might be considered a flight risk, a dog that may run if it becomes frightened or gets loose from its leash, we definitely like to recommend getting a GPS little tag for their collar. This is a wonderful way to track the animal so that they don't get lost. I know these things are hard to think about, but it's really important that you have a plan ready for your dog. Things happen. I really have thought about this, and I really encourage you to do the same. What other plans or systems do you recommend having in place for your dogs in case of emergency? We'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or drop us a line at dogsavethepeople at gmail.com. And if you have a question that we should answer in a future episode, send it our way. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a content studio. It's made with the support of our producer and editor, Jack Summer. And special thanks to our composer and neighbor, Daniel Lampert, for creating the music for the show. You can subscribe to Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave a review or rating. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can check out the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, at johnbartlettny.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog and make it a great day for both of you. Thank you.